Episode bloody 13 of the Off The Woodwork podcast. Where's the time gone? I'm Matt Perry, joined by Anthony Bill, Stephen Hall. How are we guys? All right? Yeah, not bad, not bad, Matt. Thank you. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Uh, today we'll be talking about our upcoming season predictions. That'll be the main gist of it. We'll be looking at the league table predictions, who we think is going to finish where, who's getting relegated, who's finishing in the top four, the Golden Boot winner, Clean Sheet winner, Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year. And we shall also be doing our first round of fixture predictions for the start of the Premier League season, which is came at, came at us very fast. It's been a good can week. I, can I maintain my crown as the reigning defending fixture prediction champion? Yeah, probably, to be honest, I'm pretty crap. I'm not going to give it to you on a plate this time. I'm not. I just I just go for my heart all the time. That's the problem. I, you know, if I use my head, then yeah, great. I, I, yeah. I got too confident, went for the hot takes. I'm not going to make the same mistake again. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's interesting because you just think this season, is it going to, our team's going to just pick up from the form they left off since the season was, wasn't was so long ago. So yeah. teams, like, teams like Southampton, for example, are they going to be still, you know? It's interesting to see. There's theme, like, you do have to kind of look at where teams were finishing. So like, yeah. like with the predictions, I'm not going to go into detail, but you know, some people might argue, oh man, United, yeah, they finished Champions League, but are they that good? But if you look at the like from January onwards, mm. United were probably I think the most consistent team in the league. Or look at yeah. Arsenal under Arteta. Like look at the results he's been getting with them since the lockdown. You kind of have to look at that, and that yeah. does. And you have to either either they collapse and they can't maintain the consistency, or they continue to perform at the level they're performing. Same with Sheffield United, or you know some of the t- like uh, West Ham. You have to take all these points in consideration because it is such a shorter time span than we're used to. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, so yeah, so we'll start off anyway with the league table prediction. Um, and do you want to explain to us how this is gonna work? Yeah, so I there's two ways we can do this, guys. Um, the way I probably recommend is we kind of do so we start with twentieth place and let's see, I see who I've got there, then Matt does, then Stephen does, and if anyone's got anything very out there, they kind of explain the reasoning. Mm. Um, or we can do like you know we do the relegation zone entirely and discuss our points there then we do let's say 17th to like okay. 13th or so, like what means we can do it position at a time like place at a time or we can try and group them together okay. so it's you guys I, I think I, we do them a, a, a place at a time yeah I'd say let's, let's do it a place at a time I think okay. um, we can we can go over um, go over it and then we can see yeah who we've all got down to be relegated and so forth. So, um, who wants to go first then with their prediction for who is finishing rock bottom? I'll go first. Go on uh, I might be a bit harsh here, but um, I don't know much about them really. I, I mean, they had a solid season, obviously, in the championship. But I'm going for 20th place, West Brom. Stephen, who have you got? As our resident championship expert, for me in 20th, um, you may accuse me of bias here, but I'm saying Fulham. It's not... Mm. Purely because the bias is part of it, but also, my God, Fulham just barely scraped promotion. They looked awful. I mean, in that playoff mm-hmm. final, I mean, Brentford didn't look good either. Don't get me wrong, but they. You know that, yeah. You know terrible. that meme with like the face mask, which is happier than the really angry behind. <laughs> no, honestly, when I was watching that playoff final, I was like, when whichever of these teams wins this playoff final, they're finishing the bottom of the league because we both looked terrible. Yeah, and right. I think I'll go on to. I have West Brom, um, West Brom in 19th, but I'll let Anthony go with his 20th choice, but I'll explain my, why. My 20th, I agree with Matt. It's going to be West Brom, in my opinion. I'm looking at, I think Mitrovic is, you know, he has some Premier League experience. He's a good, um, he is, a, relatively speaking, a good striker. So I feel that he'll be the difference maker because West Brom, you know, got Charlie Austin, who, you know, I don't rate as highly. West Brom haven't really been in the transfer market that much. Uh, I I know they've made a couple of signings, maybe one or two, in the last few days. But to me, West, to me, West Brom are the team that are likely to finish bottom. I think it's interesting. Um, so I, I'm going to be assuming that our relegation zones are fairly, besides Leeds, um, not very nice to the teams that were coming up. Yeah. The yeah. Well, si- since Stephen said he has West Brom in 19th, I've got Fulham in 19th, and my guess is Matt, you probably got Fulham in 19th. Do you know what? I don't actually. Oh, um, I've, got, I've gone for a bit of a wild card here, right? Because I think 
I've 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 looked at it so far. I think there's only one team currently in the Premiership who haven't made a sign in yet. And I think um, I know who you're about to put. My nineteenth place prediction. Let me just say this was really rash. I, I made this up very quickly, but um, this was just my gut feeling at the top of my head. Nineteenth place. I've got West Ham. Oh. 20th West wow. Brom. I don't. I, oh, I, wow. that's the. I, that's really not. I did not think you were putting them there. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one, Matt. Oh, I no, think no. you're like. I'm thinking you're letting your personal opinions get in the way. Nah, nah. I'm expecting it to be tight, mate. If I had, if 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 my personal opinions were in the way, Crystal Palace would be rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. No, um, I just want to briefly. <laughs> sorry, I just want to briefly explain why I put West Brom in 19th, not 20th, and I think it's because. Somehow they managed to keep hold of Grady Diangano on a permanent transfer. I think right. West Ham are absolutely bonkers to let him go. West Brom, I mean, from what I saw, he was by far their best player last season. He looks yeah. like a real talent. I think he could carry them in a bit. I don't think they're going to stay up, but I think he's got that quality that, that Fulham don't really have. I mean, they have Mitrovic, but they yeah. don't really have that creative spark that. Diangano. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get your point. To be honest, I think those two teams will be fighting out for 19th place. Um. Yeah. What I mean is, I, I don't think they realistically they could surprise. You know, a lot of us didn't. A lot of people didn't have Sheffield United finishing as high as they did um, in the yeah. season last season. But the way it's looking, those two teams are gonna have a real fight in their hand to avoid relegation. Yeah. But who knows? It's it's Premier League. You can never be hundred percent certain. Okay. Let's I, finish off our relegation. Well, yeah. Right? When I get to where I place West Ham, I'm gonna explain why because it's gonna go for the reasons why I disagree with your prediction, Matt. But it is your prediction. So interesting. I can't wait. Eighteenth. Like, so place. I've got Fulham. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had a feeling you'd have them in there somewhere. Yeah. Stephen. I've gone for surprise, surprise Aston Villa, Tim Pot Club. Hope they go down. <laughs> <laughs> I have exactly Second the same team in eighteenth, Stephen. I have Aston Villa in eighteenth. I don't yeah. think they've done enough improvements. I don't think they've made enough improvements over last season where they narrowly avoided relegation. Yeah. I think I think Matty Cash is a smart signing. I think he'll be good for them, but is he good enough to keep them up? I don't think so. I, th- I, I think Phil were lucky to stay up. I think they've relied on Grealish too heavily, and admittedly, I'm still surprised Grealish is still there. Yeah, um, well, I put them in 18th as well. I think they're still going to finish way above West Brom and Fulham in 18th. I think yeah, they're um, miles away. Coming, coming on to my 17th in that place, the team that will narrowly avoid relegation, I've gone for Aston Villa. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like they might do a Sunderland from about from the start of the decade where they just keep narrowly avoiding relegation for a while and then boom, they're gone. <laughs> so I'm going to go for Villa to survive one more season just about above Fulham and West Ham. I think it'll be tight. I think it'll be really tight this season. So, yeah, I'm going to go for yeah. 17th Villa. Um, will I go 17th next? Um, yeah. I've gone for Brighton. Yeah. So have I. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, think, I love Brighton. I hope they stay up. But I just they've uh, got some good players. But Brighton have have been in the last few years have been say usually safe from relegation, but they're always still they're coasting. Yes. Well, I mean, is Brighton yeah. are good enough to stay in the Premier League, but they're not good enough to finish like higher than thirteenth realistically. Mm. I think it'd be like Bournemouth, where they'll just stay up every year, but eventually there's going to be one mm. season where it all falls apart. Yeah, well, like Watford, for like while as well. I like yeah. that, I hope they stay up. So, so yeah, Thanks. so 16th. Um, Stephen, do you want to go first? In 16th, I'm going to go for Crystal Palace. I just don't right. think they've strength. I, I love the signing of Eze. I think that, I think the only reason I didn't put them in the relegation zone is because they signed Eze. I think he's a really, quali- yeah. uh, really quality player. That could take over from Zaha if he does eventually leave. I just right. don't think they still haven't got a decent striker. They need a striker. Their defence is really slow and awful. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an age, it's, it's age in defence. Um, yeah. I think if you play, place in 16th. I've placed Newcastle in 16th. Right, okay. Newcastle. Um, um, I've gone... Sorry, Wilson, go Wilson, no, I was just going to say, Wilson's a good signing today, but um, at the same time, he was, a, he, he was a good player at Bournemouth and Bournemouth went down. Um, so I still think Newcastle mm. are going to be quite shaky this year. I could see maybe even potentially if they go on a bad run of form, Steve Bruce leaving yeah. at some stage. They've, um, signed a, they signed, they've made a couple of, they're close to making a couple of signings now. Ryan Fraser and Jamal Lewis are also right. Both could arriving. Both good as well, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I just think 16th is kind of just, Newcastle are going to finish somewhere between 12th and 16th in my opinion. So I've yeah, realistically, well, I've yeah. Them, if I'm, I've got them at 15th. So that's yeah. my 15th place. <laughs> I, I, 
I'll go on to where I have Newcastle shortly. In 16th, I've placed West Ham. I think on paper, West Ham should be doing far better than they did last season. I think they've got some very good players on the roster. I think West Ham's problem is with the ownership, truthfully. Yeah, that's the thing. But if they sign James Tarkowski, which those rumours that they're putting a bid in for, I think that improves their defence. If they, why the hell would Tarkowski want to leave Burnley to go to West Ham? <laughs> Living in London, increasing salary. Yeah. That's probably think, the main reasons. Yeah, I was saying about Tarkowski today, actually. I saw he's, he did an interview with The Athletic, didn't he? Um, I haven't read it yet. No, but he, he should be in the England squad. It's, it's, it's pretty mm. mad that he's in the To be squad. honest, I think, there's a, I think there's better defenders than him now. I think England have had a couple of good centre backs kind of appear. Like Joe Gomez, you know, I think Joe I'd, Gomez to me is. I'd have a him lock. over, Ruby, over um, Keane. Oh, okay. I mean, you're putting him um, over Mings, for God's sake. Yeah, I put him over Mings. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that's where I've got West Ham. I think, I, th- I think they should be in for a relatively better season than last season. I think. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the, lo- of the lockdown games, he's, they started to perform a better. So, yeah, I don't have them being like West Ham from a few years ago where they were like Europa League almost. But yeah. to me, they're safe. 15th, as same as Stephen, I have put Newcastle. I had them in 17th until this morning. I think these three new signings is enough to put them above Brighton and West Ham. Okay. Interesting. They've all got Newcastle roughly around the same area. Yeah. I- um, yeah. We'll see. Newcastle, everyone seems to always be predicting Newcastle to be really bad every year since they've come back up, but yet they've mm-hmm. always maintained a pretty level, like fine level of consistency of staying up. Like they're never yeah. higher than 10th, but they're never really worrying about relegation. They're kind of just there. So, yeah. Yeah. who do you two have in 14th? I haven't even done my 15th yet. <laughs> have you not? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah, sorry. 15th, I've got Brighton. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, self-explanatory, isn't it? Isn't it really? I, I feel mm. like they're, they'll, they'll I, I, I feel like their manager's is Graham Potter. Um, I, yeah. I feel like he's, he's got the team doing all right, and I think they have got a couple of players that look like they could have a good season. Um, Adam Lallana shows up, Brighton. Yeah. Um, it's a shame they got rid of Aaron Moy. I thought he was quite a good player. Um, but yeah, I, I think Brighton will be fairly safe. They'll probably be around the relegation so come the end of the season but they'll probably again last 10 games get enough points to stay up so yeah I'll go 15th Brian I've got the new kids on the block uh, or the old new kids I've got Leeds in 14th um, I think the, the person who of... graduated but just can't seem to leave <laughs> <laughs> I think they've done some smart business I think Brian and Rodrigo was a steal for a club of their size um, yeah. I mean I think they do need to replace Ben White that's the biggest concern I have for them but overall I think They've got the. I think out of all the promotion teams, they look like the only team that has any chance of staying up. Yeah, and I, I hope they do. I hope you know they can come back to the Premier League and cement their place. Even well, though their fans are the most toxic in the entire world. With all the teams we mentioned so far, I think Leeds with Rodrigo have got the best striker at the moment. I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I I do expect them to have a better time of it than uh, West Brom or Fulham. Uh, in fourteenth, I have put Crystal Palace. Because under Roy Hodgson, Palace have been a very solid side. You yeah. know, they've been quite comfortable. So, yeah, while they've maybe not done so much business as they should, I what don't is, expect them to maintain where they were, but I don't a, expect them to be much lower. What is a successful season for Crystal Palace? Staying up. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think if Crystal Palace find themselves in a relegation dogfight, that's a poor season. Yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, Palace have been finishing like around 10th, 11th for the last couple of years. To be honest, if they were, most teams in most sports would look at that and go, right, let's start making signings and push to challenge for Europe. Yeah. I think Palace will maintain, will hopefully try to maintain a finishing around the 10th place mark. Mm. I think a finishing higher than 10th is a good season for Palace. Yeah. And um, realistically, I think their, high, their highest place they can finish is 11th. Yeah. In that case, uh, I've also gone Crystal Palace at 14th. Mm. Pretty much the same reasons you, you, you've said. There's not. Uh, they 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 still got a slight problem up front. I think. Um, obviously, IU was scoring a few goals, but yeah, just um, yeah. It's, if they get rid of Zaha, might make a difference as well. I mean, he he wants out, but nobody seems to want him. <laughs> well, he's he's uh, he's he's got a couple of years though as well. It's not yeah. like it's he's entering his last year. They've got him for another three years, I think, or yeah. something. And obviously, we'll see how he's as he adapts to the uh, Premiership mm-hmm. as well. So 
who so you have Leeds in fourteenth, Stephen, and we both have Palace. So Matt, who do you have in thirteenth? I have Leeds. <laughs> so do I. Hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, thirteenth. Uh, I've got Leeds. I think they'll do the. I think thirteenth is a successful season for them, wouldn't you? Yeah, I just think staying in the Premier League and then building upon that. I think that's what really what Leeds want to do. I think once they stay in the Premier League and they get some of that money for staying in, then um, yeah, I think that'll be good for them. They yeah. can go on and build. Stephen, who have you got for thirteenth? So you guys haven't shown a lot of faith in this club. Maybe I'm stupid for showing any faith in them at all. I've got West Ham at 13th. I think yeah, even though the club seems to be in disarray at the moment, I still want to have faith in them. I mean, on paper, they're a good, that they should be in this position. But, you know, I've taken... This is a gamble. This is a gamble. But I want to have faith in West Ham that they can turn it around. But not too confident in this pick. Maybe not I've made. made a mistake. Not many people have faith in the Dildo brothers, so fair play to you. Yeah. Um, I, 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 personally, I can't do it, but, uh, you know, hey-ho. Um, <laughs> as far as time are, I couldn't put anyone else above them. So we're going to go on to 12 now, and I've just had a little insight, um, and me and Stephen both have the same team. Yeah. Right. Stephen, who have we got? we got Sheffield United, and for me, I think... 12 is where we really see like the separation from the crap teams to the somewhat decent teams. Sheffield United is like the start of teams that are actually sort of decent and can play football. Yeah. Um, I don't have Sheffield United in 12, I'm afraid, guys. But I do have Southampton. Ooh. I think Southampton have been good with Danny Ings. And I do think they, were, they finished the season quite strongly. I just don't know if Southampton have got enough to finish in the top half of the table this season. But I think I, I think twelve to like eighth is going to be very close points wise though, truthfully. Yeah, no, I so, think it will as well. I yeah. just um, the reason so I've I, gone for Sheffield, yeah. uh, the reason I've gone for Sheffield, kind of same as Stephen. I just I can't I can't see them doing as well as they did in the first season. I still think they'll have a good season. Where did they um, finish fairly. in the end? Was it eighth? Yeah, um, yeah, one other. But I mean, the talk was, you know, people don't remember it for that. I don't think. I think people remember it for just them having a pretty solid season in general. I yeah. think like they surprised a lot of teams, but now they've had a year to analyse them. I think they can suss them out now, and people yeah. know how they play. So, I think they caught everyone off guard. But now I think everybody right knows how to play against Sheffield now. So yeah. I think still all got, right. So I went with Southampton. You two have went with Sheffield. Who do you both have? Me? I'll say, I agree with you, Anthony, that Sam Phantom won't finish in the top 10, and that's why I put them at 11th. Yeah. In that case, they're a decent team. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy, but I definitely think they're going to be safe easily. Yeah. I think they're, just, they're going to be all right. Uh, interesting. Uh, in 11th, I also have Southampton. Yeah, I can't see them finishing in the top 10. I think they they might start right. well um, if things carries on the form he was on, uh, but I, I, I'm not expecting anything outrageous from them, put it that way. Mm-hmm. I think fairly solid season for Southampton. And I mean, I'd if you ask a Saints fan now, would they take 11th? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Realistically. Um, I, in 11th, obviously I can't have the same team as you two because Southampton are in 12th for me. In 11th, I went with Burnley. Yep. I think yeah. Burnley haven't done a lot to improve, but they're always quite consistent. Mm. So I can't see them finishing any higher than 11th. But I also think Burnley, while I've got them in 11th, I think I wouldn't be awfully surprised if they kind of collapse. Because they they've been treading water, but still finishing well. Like they've not invested very well, I think. And you know, Sean Dice is looking more and more fed up with the lack of ambition, almost with the club. Maybe. So I could see Burnley potentially collapsing, but I, I'm being optimistic and putting them in eleventh place. Yeah, I see so what far. you mean. Obviously, um, yeah, no, I can see what you mean. Okay, but we'll go into the top ten now, anyway. Uh, so this is where it gets interesting, especially at the top, because I've been thinking about this top top four and it's really hard <laughs> really um, the top yeah. four is one of the easiest bits for me but it was the order right. of where they finished I found difficult yeah. well okay yeah I, might, no, yeah, that, that, I think that's what I mean but we but still got go six to places to go until then we do tenth place I have Burnley yeah same I think they are the textbook definition of middle of the pack average they're just going to be okay Gee, they're going to get those one nil. did you come up with your tables together or something yeah we've <laughs> got three in a row now three in a row from here Stephen and then I think I had two in a row with you, Ed. So, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. Like, we're on the same page. We disagree on West Ham quite a bit, but... West Ham's the only one we've disagreed on quite massively. The rest have all yeah. been within like, a place <laughs> or two of each other. Um, yeah. I, in 10th place, I went with Sheffield United. Um, yeah. I think they're quite consistent so far from what we've seen. I don't expect them to challenge for Europe 
European football like they did last, this past season. But I think they're more than good enough to finish in uh, yeah. tenth place. Can I just make a prediction? I reckon we're all going to have the same team in ninth. That is my pr- bold prediction for ninth place. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. Can we all say it at the same time? If I count, I said. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Everton. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. We've all got I mean, Everton. It, who else place. is it going to be, to be honest? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no. I mean, Everton, yeah, on paper, they've got a great team, but Everton, it's Everton's Everton. They're but not, they, they, can re, they can start to build on last season where they started to play a bit better. Um, yeah. So, ninth this season, let's say, and then they bring in a couple of other players in the next couple of windows, they can push on to European football, which is where Everton should be, you know. Yeah. Everton should yeah. be challenging. Yeah. Um, if they finish ninth, do you think that's a failure in their eyes? Well, no, they finished, what, 13th, 14th last season? With Agilotti now and a lot of new faces. He, he, it's not a lot, though. It's only a couple. Alan and um, James. Yeah. It's um, a failure, but it's not a sackable failure. Yeah. It's okay. progress. Yeah. It's in the right direction. He's went from, he's taken a team that weren't doing farewell, that were, you know, worried about relegation. He brought them up to 14th. He's got some of their star players actually playing well now. Yeah. And if they then finish ninth, that's a that's like a plus of five places, you know. Yeah, you really yeah, could good. like to me it's upward trajectory, which is the main thing when it comes to Yeah. Um, I think the top ten is so competitive now. It's so competitive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who do we have in eighth, gentlemen? Because I think my eighth place is um not a hot take, but the opposite. I have a hot take in eighth as well. I think. Oh, right. Okay. So Stephen, do you want to go first? In eighth place I have got former Premier League champions Leicester. Okay. I think well, they had yeah. obviously a very awful end of the season. I think maybe that negative momentum might carry over to the start of this season. <laughs> and obviously they lost Chilwell, that's huge. Vardy's yeah. not getting any They've already replaced Chilwell, haven't they? Yeah, but um, again, that guy called Castan, who's not Premier League proven. So, yeah, that's true. Um, I do not yeah. have Leicester in eighth place, but I get, your, I get your point. Also, they have European football, which means they're going to be a bit more tired. So um, in eighth place, I went for Spurs. Oh, interesting. I don't think they've, they've made a, I think they've made some fine signings, but nothing that really screams massive improvement. Their team's getting a bit older. Harry Kane hasn't had a full season in a couple of years now. To be honest, I, I, I think, I, could, I, might, I mean, I could be well wrong. Yeah. But I might even be, but to me, Spurs are not as good as the teams I've got ahead of them, personally. I, uh, I, I, it's, I, I was, again, uh, during our little... Break. I was, I was just speaking to Stephen about Spurs, and um, I was making points to be fair that quite similar to yours. I'm going to be a bit nicer to him though. Um, but in eighth place, I've also got Leicester. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. It's Arsenal are getting gradually better. Wolves mm. are going to be solid again. Leicester, I just think, are going to fall a bit short. Yeah. With, I think with, if Arsenal didn't play as well as they did against Liverpool in that Community Shield final, I probably would have put them in eighth. Yeah. Really? Right, okay. Really. I have, so since you both mentioned who you've had an eighth with Leicester, I'm going to go on and tell you who I've got in seventh, which is Leicester. Um, I have them in seventh for similar reasons to what you said, Stephen, but also the fact they're going to be playing European football during the week. I don't think they've got the squad to make a push in Europe and focus on trying to like improve on their league position last year. So I think they're actually going to drop down a couple of places due to this. Due to fatigue and due to potential injuries. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, so my seventh place, I have Spurs. Um, seventh place, I have Spurs. So yeah, one, one above so, you. Yeah. Um, I just yeah. I, there's a lot of gaps in that team. Problem is, it's Mourinho, and you can never be too sure with Mourinho because he always ends up winning something. They might win the cup, maybe. Uh, but um, they need a backup striker. They need a new right back. Arguably a new centre back. Yeah. Um, they got a new right back, didn't they? In Doherty. Oh, cool, Doherty. Yeah. Okay, so they got Doherty. That's a good signing. Um, and they got Hoiberg as well. But that's what I mean. They're, they're, they're Hoi- good Hoiberg, signings. But yeah, they're good signings. But if oh, you want Hoiberg. to challenge for top four, yeah, and arguably be where they were yeah. before, I don't think they're the kind of signings they should make. They should be making yeah. bringing in top players from other leagues. Players that like, yeah, arguably Doherty is a good signing. Coming from Atletico or PSG or. Yeah, yeah. arguably I'd have Doherty as a good sign. Hoiberg's just a kind of safe, kind of not yeah. improvement, I'd say. But that's what I mean. I think the signings have been a fairy. And they need a backup striker, um, so that depends. 
Yeah. Um, so that depends whenever Big Troy Deeney goes in there. Uh, but, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. It, they it's also quite, have to replace um, Vertonghen, who's gone. Yeah, it's quite tough predicting Spurs. I think it's uh, it's going to be an interesting. Mourinho's best season tends to be second season, but admittedly, I don't think Spurs have what it takes. Hmm. Um, well, so yeah, seven, so what seven. about you, Stephen? I was. I, for me, seventh and sixth were the hardest. I had two teams who were, I had in those two places, and I was debating in my mind very hard about who I should put in what place. And I've gone for not Tottenham, but the other team in North London. I've gone for Arsenal at seventh. Really? Okay. Yeah, I okay. still think, even though Gabriel was a step in the right direction, I still think their defence is very shaky. Fair enough. Their midfield is eh. I think they're going to if Aubameyang gets injured, I think they're screwed. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, but um, I do think, you have Leno or Martinez starting this season? I think Leno. I think Leno. Leno. I think Leno. Yeah. Because it looks like Arteta's going with Martinez. Leno's have have a fight for his place back. So Martinez has just been so good in goal. Mm. He was being linked to um. Philip, well, I'm biased the German keeper, of course. So I know you are. I, I know you'd say Leno. Um, Kepa or Caballero? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So sixth place, boys. Matt, who have you got in sixth? Okay, sixth place, I've gone for Wolves. I have the exact same team in sixth place. Yep, I've same. gone for Wolves as well. Oh, gone yeah. Wolves in sixth. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I just, um, I think they'll have a good season. But at the same time, I, 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 I'm expecting, and pinch of salt, I'm expecting Arsenal maybe to do a bit better than last yeah. season. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was, have, I was I have debating very heavily. Well. I, I initially had Wolves at seventh and Arsenal at sixth. Yeah, I thought. Um, I think Wolves are. I think they've their squad's been together for quite a long time. I just think. Yeah. If Arsenal have better players on paper. I just think Wolves have just a togetherness in their squad. What they, they are. What I'm impressed with Wolves is the fact that they managed to keep a lot of their star players. Like yeah. every time it gets to the end of the season, we're all talking about how old you know Ruben Neves might go, or oh, uh, yeah. Raul Jimenez, or Adam Traore. Yeah. Or Rui Patricio, and they're all still there. Yeah, so. and they've just they've just made a record signing. Um, I yeah. don't know anything about the bloke, but um, well, he's a you football know. manager and FIFA Cream legend, Pedro Silva. But. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, in that case, then, so um, I'm expecting. I know who your fifth place is going to be, guys. So I'm assuming me and Ar- uh, me and Ant both have the same team in fifth place. I believe so. Arsenal. Yep, and I believe yep. Stephen, you've got Tottenham. I've got Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, I would um, have. Yeah. So, so we've all got the same top four, even if we don't agree on the positions they'll end up in. We've all got the same top four. <laughs> yeah, um, Matt, why have you put Arsenal in fifth? Because they finished fifth. eighth, didn't they, last season or something? Yeah, um, I've so, put Arsenal in fifth because, from what I've been seeing, they look they they did look more improved come the end of the season. They obviously beat Chelsea. Yes. They obviously won the charity shield. Like Stephen said to me earlier, go Aubameyang is a getting him. Back in the team and re-signing a contract is a, is is very good for yeah. them. Yeah, I think and they've made getting Aubameyang, keeping him is better than any signing they could make. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. I think that their defense is going to be better, still shaky, still shaky, but better because Kieran Turner yeah. is going to be playing. He looks pretty good. Yeah, he's looked um, very solid. I think, um, like you say, Gabriel's a good signing. And Saliba back. Saliba as well. I think a lot of the other young players who we saw a lot of as the first season, like Willock and yeah. Saka. Um, last season they're going to have a bit more experience this season and be a bit older a bit stronger so I think Arsenal have got a lot of positives there's a lot of positives around yeah. Arsenal um, um, and you, you could argue one thing Arsenal need at the moment maybe is an attacking midfielder obviously they've got Danny uh, Kubelos back on don't the forget they have got Ozil somewhere the yeah fraud. but Ozil yeah, <laughs> Ozil you know. uh, um, apparently so- there's discussions about him Popping back to the first team at some point, though. We've all got the same teams in the top four. But so, are they so in? the top, so the four teams we got in the top four are the two Manchester teams, Liverpool and Chelsea. Now we'll see who we've placed in fourth place. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> as I the only one who doesn't support one of these teams, Manchester United. Yeah, I think they're good. I think they're good enough to finish in the top four. I yeah. think they could go. High. I think they could finish in third. Actually, I think. Yeah, Paul. I think it's last season. It was obvious either Liverpool, or City are going to win it. But I think this year, I think any of the, these top four teams have a chance, a realistic chance. Right. Okay. It's some less okay. than obviously Man United, United less than others, but I think the top three, or what the, my right. top three, all of them have a chance of winning. Okay. League. I know for a fact 
Matt's probably went the exact same way as you with Manchester United in fourth place. Am I right, Matt? You are correct. I've got Man United in fourth, yes. Okay, so I'm going to throw a curveball and I have Chelsea in fourth. Oh, I think justice. They've, they've signed quite a few new players, which is a right step in the right direction. But I also know when you sign quite a few new players from different leagues, it takes a while for these players to gel together and start performing and get knowing each other. Um, finding out like Mount and Havertz, they'll probably be battling out on the training pitch. We don't. We've seen great players come in from other leagues that haven't quite worked the same way. We have to see if Saic can handle, let's say, the um, yeah. intensity and the physicality. Timo Werner, when fans come back and his ear starts playing up, I'm going um, to take. Um, I'm going to take the more simplistic view. I'm going to say, here's Ziyech, Werner, Havertz. Here's 150k a week. Go and play football. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, to me, Manchester United. I'm looking at Manchester United from when Bruno Fernandez came in, and there yeah. was no team more consistent in yeah. the league once he showed up. Admittedly, Liverpool had you know, won and kind of went away on holiday. Yeah. A couple of teams kind of went to sleep a bit. But to me, Manchester United have had a very strong finish. And if we're that talking about true. momentum going forward, yeah. I don't think any team's gotten better momentum going into the season than Manchester the re- United. The reason I went for United, though, is that I, I still think with United, their squad is made up of a lot of divas. And yeah. I feel like if one result doesn't go their way, that could be a domino effect for... It's a house of cards at the moment. I mean, they're on a positive momentum right now, but if... They have a humiliating loss. I think it could all come crashing down. Maybe, yeah. maybe. We'll have to see if that happens. Yeah. But I think Bruno Fernandes will do a lot for that team. I think Donny van der Beek was a good signing. I think he's also got the right mentality. I think their yeah. front three of Greenwood, Rashford, Martial is a good... They play well together. Pogba's yeah. looking rejuvenated there now. He's looking happy to be there again. Mm. So there's that. We've just, the defence and De Gea still a bit inconsistent but if De Gea starts yeah. playing really badly you just take him out you put Dean Henderson in yeah. and there you go Problem you can solved. say the same about Chelsea though, can't you like, the attack and the midfield are pretty good but the defence is shaky I think you can Man United and Chelsea quite similar in that aspect but that's my point I, when we just, I think United are personally I think are the better team even if on paper Chelsea are because yeah. of that first season like you look at like Fabinho yeah. this season compared to last season mm. or Keita even or you look at some of the players who we've seen were big prospects who arrived in the Premier League and not playing well. Like Kevin De Bruyne at Chelsea, Kevin De Bruyne at Manchester City. Yeah. You know, it's very common that players who are coming from a different league who've never played in the Premier League use that first season to kind of settle in and get familiar with it and then the second mm-hmm. season. So I am Manchester United in third. I had you to probably have Chelsea in third. No. No, I don't. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> hey, curveball. Okay. Yeah, you this got is third. my spicy, spicy take. Uh, Anthony, you're not going to be happy with this, but I have Liverpool at third. Right, I'm kicking you out of the car. Finish 30-odd points ahead. And Liverpool are just not... Sp- I'm, I'm, yes, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Stephen. The That's one it. thing I will have to say to you, though, is the teams that are recruiting finished 30 points behind them. Oh. I don't know, Liverpool, they look shaking the Community Shield. They had a bad... I know, obviously, they... I love this. It's, it's the Community Shield is a, is a, is a glorified friendly... Look, we lost the Community Shield last year. We lost most of our friendlies. Then went on a six-month unbeaten run. Community Shield doesn't mean jack for the upcoming season. We all know this. Don't act like it does. They won the league and then after that started playing badly because they were on party mode. Once again, we discussed this. You have your take, but I strongly disagree. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I just want to predict a surprise. You know, I think Liverpool... I think it's a risk. I admit it's a hot take. It's a risk. I- but I no, think they might go off the boil a bit. I don't know. I mean, they're not recruiting. I mean, they might, if they're bringing Tiago, I think I'm probably wrong. Put it this here. way. Did, did Liverpool play well during the lockdown period? Not really. Some games, yes. Some games, no. Yeah. Depends. Against yeah. Chelsea, we played very well. Um, Against look, City, I, I, we played like crap. So, I, I, see what okay. I mean? I, I want to say, okay, I've got my final list down here, but I generally think this top three could finish in any order. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Honestly, I've I've got, got, but they could finish first easily. I think. I've see, gone, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've gone third I place. I've well, gone... I put it at third, but I think it's like by like yeah. a point or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Third, third place, I've got Man City. Mm. And, that, uh, I believe, more. And um, the, it's tough because that's me saying I think that this Chelsea team can finish above Man City. But um, I just, I just See, got this feeling. I, you know? I, I, think, I think Chelsea closed the gap. I don't think they're good enough yet to 
like to match these two teams. These are two teams that for the last couple of years have not finished lower. I mean, besides this season with Man City, but Man City last the season before the season just finished finished with ninety eight points. Season before that, one hundred. Liverpool ninety seven, then ninety nine. You know, these are teams that have finished from point totals we've not seen before. And I think just because Chelsea have done the right steps in recruitment doesn't mean suddenly they are a team that are finishing with 100 points, which right now is where you're aiming no. if you want to be finishing in the top two. I don't think Chelsea are good enough right now to finish there. I think they had a good season, but you, you saw, especially towards the I end... Just, I, don't think, I don't think there's going to be as much points as last season for, in top space. Neither do I, but I still think you've got to aim for it. I mean, the is going to be very, very close. Yeah. Um, in that case, then I I don't agree with you, Stephen, about it. So I think this. I think if we look at a thirty-point gap between Chelsea and Liverpool, I don't think five signings is enough to close thirty points. I think it's you cut I it think to ten. Maybe Liverpool just don't get as many points this season. Maybe they don't get. Who's, who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them? I I if I'm looking Premier League, anybody on their day. Yeah, if if Chelsea beat them at Stamford Bridge, Man City beat them at the Etihad, and United beat them at Old Trafford, that's an additional three points less than we had. Sorry, Mate, four points less than we had. So always, we still finished with 95. There's always surprise surprise results. Someone like Burnley could go to Liverpool and get some points. Someone like Wolves... We haven't could lost at Anfield in the league since April 2017. I don't, I don't think Burnley are coming and getting a I, win at Anfield. I'm just... I, I, I just for maybe, I you know, maybe now they've won the league. Won the, they've won, Liverpool won nearly everything now. I think there could be a bit of complacency now. Whereas like, oh, Maybe, won. maybe. Again, I... Like I say, I'm a Liverpool fan. I've been watching the way these players are talking about it and the way the club's talking about it. And I doubt you're going to see... Like, yeah, okay, mm. Community Shield, they played badly. Again, it's the Community Shield. I'm not... I'm frustrated we didn't get it, but at the end of the day, it is a glorified friendly. I think it, they'll finish third because they'll get some like stupid drop points against teams they shouldn't drop points against. So, yeah, again, it's, it's okay. a hot take, I'll admit. But okay. We'll let's move on, move so, on to second, yeah. Interesting. So, <laughs> fair, so, so, fair place, we've all got different teams. So, I've got City, Atlanta's United, Stephen. No, yeah, sorry, I have United, yeah. yeah. Second place, I have Chelsea. I have Chelsea, yeah. I have Man City. I, yeah. I think Man City have made a couple of signings, but the one area they needed to improve in was defence. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have enough. I don't think Nathan Ake suddenly makes their defence a chance, like, to go from what it was last year to... Went like a, to being able to win now. I think you need to bring in a player of Kulabali's level or Ferran or something to, mm. or someone to replace company. And Nathan Aki is not Vincent Company, mm. so I don't think City have done enough personally. Yeah, um, I've I've gone for Chelsea second because one, I'm a Chelsea fan. I've got back my boys. Um, two, I don't think we're there yet to win the league. Um, I still think, yeah, like you said, it's a I was considering team. putting them up first just for the bands, but I was like, no, I'm going to be sensible. Um, I don't think Chelsea's centre backs are sorted yet, and I don't no. think your keeper's That's good. That's the main reason no, I can't put them any no, higher. I can't put no, them up first because they're different. Yeah, um, but what I do know, being a Chelsea fan over all these years, is that when Roman wants something, he normally gets it. <laughs> mm. um, I so think we'll have to I, I see because we've had, and if, we've if had countless there. teams make these big like signings and stuff yeah. and they haven't delivered and some have. So I mean, is just because on paper now Chelsea are you know yeah. there doesn't we, mean they are. With the with the side as Chelsea have made, we have to be competing to win the league. Um, if we finish anywhere below third this season, for me, I don't think that's to me. To me, it's not the place; it's the number of points. So, if once again, like this season, third place is twenty-five, thirty points behind first, that's more embarrassing than finishing fourth and being five points behind first. Yeah, and we, this thing we need to narrow the gap against Liverpool. If we narrow the gap, because I don't think we're there yet to get above Liverpool, but if we can narrow the gap to something this within yes. six points, that. Yeah. This is a this is a Liverpool team. So right, so clearly Matt, you have Liverpool in first based on what yeah. we said, and Stephen, you have Manchester City. That was really lackluster. I was gonna do a big reveal. <laughs> sorry. The, sorry. I just want to get on to our top uh, who we got in top place and why. Yeah. These yeah. are the two teams that are the favourites. So the two best teams in England have been for the last few years. Liverpool have managed to keep a hold of their championship squad yeah. for a couple of seasons in a row now. They've played more together. Like your point about Wolves have been ahead of Arsenal for like the fact that it's a group that have stayed together. So it applies. You've got Alisson, best keeper in the league. Van Dijk, best centre-back, best full-backs in the league. Yeah. Um, you might argue the front three aren't firing the same way they have. 
probably true. But again, like Mane and Salah during the season are different to when we see them in preseason. You know, yeah. I, I never take anything I see in preseason or Community Shield as anything to go off on the season because it's a game where you try out youngsters. Like if we're losing one now to Arsenal, an important game, Klopp's not going to be sticking on Brewster and Curtis Jones. You know what I mean? He's going to be sticking on better players. I think Liverpool, if they finish, how many points did City finish with in the end? 81, 82? They finished like a good 18 points ahead of them, 19 points ahead. To me, any other team besides Liverpool winning this league will be a surprise. It's like justify me putting City to win the Go league. Ahead. Go ahead. So You're I think last season, okay, so but the major there are two major things I think why they didn't they were pretty disappointing. I think one obviously the obvious one is the port getting that long term injury and they didn't really have anyone else who was good enough for centre back. I think this season they'll rectify that. I mean obviously they're bringing okay, I think they might even bring in another centre back to be honest. They got the money too, so why not? And another thing is they won the league. Uh, they won the league two years in a row. I don't really blame them for getting maybe a bit complacent this season. I mean, it's hard to win the league every year when you're in a league as when you're in a league as competitive as the Premier League. So I think this year Pep he will want to win a league again this year. I think it will say some last year wasn't good enough. Let's really step up a gear and you know get revenge right. this year. I, I agree. I agree with all your points. Besides the Laporte one, it did hurt them. But we even saw when he came back, the defense was still shoddy. We saw it against Leon. We saw it against Chelsea when they lost at the bridge. We've seen Man City's defence, even with Laporte in it, is not consistent. So I don't think him being fit the whole season, it might make it might close the gap. I don't think it's enough. I think I don't think Laporte is a leader from the back like company was. I think that is what they're missing. They're missing I just think a manager like Pep, he won't accept another performance like that this season. He is really gonna step it up, make his players step up again this season. I mean again, I think as I said as I said multiple times this podcast, I think this top three is going to be extremely close. Mm. I think if City do win this, I think it might be by single digits points. Do, do you think Guardiola is better than Klopp? You're, t- you're talking about you might see Liverpool get complacent. Say, do you think Klopp is the type of manager to allow his players to get complacent? I think oh. Guardiola is a more passionate. I think obviously Klopp has passion, obviously. He's a very like active oh, and emotional guy. I just think Guardiola, he's that guy who just won't accept another season like that. I think, I think he's really going to win the winter this season again. And I mean, if worst comes to the worst, if he if he can't do it, he'll just run away to another. And also, league. another fact is they just got all the money in the world. So I think after last season, obviously a disappointing one. I think, you know, the owners are going to splash the but cash they, to get them. See, they've still been very quiet. They've made a couple of signings, but the apparent reports are saying they are not interested in Kulabali. They're not even thinking about approaching Napoli now. Apparently they don't want. Be a mistake for the fee. I mean, I think they should. No, I think they should as well, but yeah. I think they're not interested in it. We now know Messi's not going this season. We now know he is staying at Barcelona for another year, so that's gone as well. The only to to me, Man City now teams are starting to find them out, and I we saw it when Liverpool. I think it'd be separate Liverpool because they haven't signed anyone. They've been running true. the same team. True, but I also think like if you listen to any manager in the league. Any manager at all, they all say the same about Liverpool, which is they are the toughest play- people to come up against yeah. and get a result from. They just grind you down until they get a result. And like, see, the only big shocking defeat Liverpool received was Watford last year. Yeah, they lost 5 0 to City, but they won the league. They were partying. No one really was caring about that result. Let's be real, no one cared about also, that result. I knew you were going to beat Liverpool once, so I thought, well, why not be different? Pick someone else. Look, so, I've, I've, if you said second, I would have went fair enough. But the fact you put them in third, all I say, third, I'm, Stephen, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> all I'll say, we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Um, but I've got Liverpool to finish first. Liverpool to win the league again. But I'm not incredibly confident about that. Well, should we just like a quick recap? Just read out what teams we got. Where? Just a quick recap, or do you just want to move on? I'll do I think, a bit of relegation. Top, mm, top relegation in top four, I'd say. Okay. okay, so I've got to get relegated. West Brom, West Ham, Fulham. I've got to be the top four. United in fourth, Man City in third. Chelsea in second, but I have slight hope that Chelsea could do the impossible. Well, it's not impossible. We spent a lot of money. And then first place, I've got Liverpool. In so relegation zone, I've got West Brom in 20th, Fulham in 19th, Aston Villa in 18th. And I've went for the exact same top four as the previous season. Just maybe with different point totals with Chelsea in fourth, United in third, 
City in second, Liverpool in first. And my relegation zone, I've... Don't fix it. My relegation zone, I've uh, Fulham it at is West Brom at 19th, and Aston Villa at 18th. And my top four is Manchester United at fourth, Liverpool third, Chelsea second, City first. Tasty. Right, okay. Do you know what? I'm thinking... And this is why Stephen will never work in sports journalism again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm thinking... We might have to skip the transfer news today because we uh, still got a couple of things to go over before we do our fixtures predictions. What yeah. did you say? Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. the only transfer news that we need to talk about is versus at Chelsea. Lovely. And now we move on. To... <laughs> We've talked about it enough to be fair, haven't We've we? We've leave table predictions, relegation, who's finishing top four, who's going to win the golden boot? Stephen. Uh, I, I think I have no idea, to be honest. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough because one. Because I put Tottenham at fifth, I'm going to be boring and say Harry Kane. I think he might carry them to fifth. <laughs> right. like, okay. Again, it's a boring pick, yeah. I know, but screw it, Harry Kane. Fifth. Harry Kane was going to be my choice. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say Timo Werner. Well, that is very bold. That is very bold. Very bold. Considering he might not even play as a striker, he might play as a left wing. But okay, And I'm like I say, he could, he, he'll probably still ban quite a few goals, but... To get yeah. to the numbers that Kane and Salah and Aguero and Aubameyang will likely hit, we'll have to see. Let's be I, bold. I'm going for Aubameyang. Penalty taker. All the <laughs> yeah. attack goes for Arsenal. He's finished in the top yeah. two, three for the, yeah. every season he's full season he's played. He won two years ago. He nearly won last year. To yeah. me, yeah, Aubameyang. Um, yeah. That's fair. I, I, I do want to say I don't want us to undermine Aguero. Aguero will be there thereabouts. My, my problem with Aguero now is he, I don't think in the last couple of years he's played enough. I think, he, I think now he's around a 20 game, 20, 20 to 25 games a season yeah. player now for City. Clean sheet winner. Who gets the clean sheet golden glove? I'm going for Allison. I think he I'm would also, have won it last year if he hadn't missed out in about 10 games. Yeah. I'm also he missed going out about, yeah. Yeah, he missed yeah. about eight or nine at the start of season, then missed a couple edge before the lockdown. So, yeah. I have Alisson. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm going to be quite bold here as well. I'm going to say Rui Patricio from Wolves. For a bit of a curveball. Okay. Yeah, it's random, but why not? It's, it's bold. It's, it's, very, it's a very interesting one. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to say lot of faith we, should put, we should have put money in this, yeah. I'm going to make a bunch of money off of Stephen with some of his predictions. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to win the Young Player of the Year award? I'm Steve. going to be incredibly... Oh, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Ant. Stephen. Young Player of the Year. <laughs> the cutoff is 23, isn't it? You have to be 23 when the season starts. I believe so. I might be a bit bolder. Isn't it? I'm going to say Kai Havertz. Ooh. 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 Maybe. I think he's 21-22, isn't he? I think he counts. Yeah. Oh, he, no, he qualifies for it, yeah. Yeah, he qualifies for it. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm going to shoot me and that at the same player. We're going to go for Alexander-Arnold, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He won it last... Well, he hasn't won it yet. I, I forgot how young he is. I forgot how young he is. <laughs> Trent's not even 22 yet, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, See, I just to me, yeah, to me, he is one of the most important players on the Champions team. To me, he is the clear favourite. Yeah. Okay. Player of the year. Let's start with Ant. This is a hard one. You know the players that are going to be there. You know De Bruyne is going to be in contention. You know Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah are going to be kicking about. Harry Kane will probably be there if he can stay fit. Yep. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for the same player I had winning it this year, which is Kevin De Bruyne. And the reason why is I think Liverpool are a more collective unit, so I don't really think. It's, it's easy for one of them to stand out and win it. Whereas De Bruyne is head and shoulders above any other player in that City team right now. So to me, he is the star centerpiece. So yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, player of the year. I'm not going to be boring and pick Kevin De Bruyne, like uh, Kevin De Bruyne's simp over here. But I'm going to pick another <laughs> at least my, At least my predictions are realistic, Stephen <laughs> Hall. Uh, so I'm going to be... A bit different again. Um, that's the kind that's of the theme of my predictions. I'm going to be a bit different. I'm going to pick Raheem Sterling. So you mean wrong? Player of the year, Raheem Sterling. Why not? Screw okay. it. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, my player of the year, I'm going to say Virgil van Dijk. I'm going to say Big Virg again. I'm just he is gonna... a lovely man, isn't he? I think lovely, it might be another. It, it, it is potentially a nice solid uh, season. Um, for, for, for Liverpool and um, obviously it might just come into the fact that people clocking in yeah Bertrand van Dijk is the um, the impeccable player in that Liverpool team 
he is a colossus. He is, to yeah. me, the best centre-back we've seen in the league since the days of like Terry and Ferdinand and Fittich, since they've gone. Yeah. To me, yeah. Van Dijk is the star. Yeah, no, that's... that's, that's, that's I mean, uh, the quality okay. of centre-backs in general has declined, though, since that. Yeah, no, it has. But... True, but I, I, th- I think for no, Van Dijk... Not, not, not taking away from Virgil, though. He's brilliant, but I just Let, think... Let's, let's not get into the debate yeah. about Van Dijk. Yeah. Is he better? No, because what I mean is, when you see Van Dijk and the fact of how close he came to winning the Ballon d'Or, I think as defenders go in any time period, Van Dijk, if he can maintain this level for a couple of years, has to be up there as you know one of the Premier League greats, if he can maintain... His current projection. Was there anything else? No, that's it. Um, so we shall now move on to our fixture predictions. We, we, we just took a quick breather before we did the uh, fixture predictions because it's, it's quite hostile between Anne and Stephen at the moment. <laughs> um, Anthony, would you like to explain to people, all three of our listeners, including my mum and dad and Kat? Why um, Stephen's wrong? Okay, we'll no, do it. No, no, no. <laughs> but how, the, how the fixture predictions work? The fixture predictions work simply as we look between now and the next recording of this uh, podcast, we will look at the games between then. We predict the score lines for each game. If we get the right score line, so for instance, the Fulham Arsenal game, if someone predicts 2 1 to Arsenal and then it is 2 1, that person gets three points. If they predict Arsenal to win 2 1, but let's say they win 2 0, they get one point because they predicted the right team to win. So three points for the right score line, one point for the right winner or right result. Um, and no points if you get it wrong entirely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll keep score each week, uh, have winners per week, and then we'll also keep in score until the end of the season, uh, where I once again retain my crown because all my predictions are reliable. Well, okay. Um, so in that case, <laughs> so we're doing from Fulham versus Arsenal to Brighton versus Chelsea. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so let's start off with the new boys at the Craven Cottage because, of course, they're back up. They always are, the rascals. Fulham versus Arsenal. Stephen? Um, I have them at the bottom of the league, so I think they're going to get absolutely destroyed. I'm going to say 3 0 to Arsenal. No chance. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm fairly average start um, for Fulham. So, yeah, 2 0 Arsenal. I have the exact same result, Matt. I have 2-0 to Arsenal, mm. um, just because I feel this really is a game they should be winning, especially if they want to finish higher up the table than they have yeah. in the past. Yeah, it's tough, actually, because there's always like one surprise result on the opening week, but I'm, I'm mm. looking at it, and I'm not sure where it's coming from. To be honest, usually, to me, the first couple of weeks are quite standard. The more surprising mm. ones are like a team starts with, like, really, like Chelsea last season were starting with like four ones and such. Yeah, the problem, the problem for me is I'm still thinking about Blackpool when they came up. Um, Palace versus Southampton. Anthony? This one is an interesting one because this game screams of either... This, this, to me, this game could go any of three ways, which is either Palace win, Southampton won a draw. Which is... Oh, thank God for that. Well, what <laughs> the other options? Right. <laughs> My point is that yeah, I, I went that. for a 2-1 to Southampton because I can see Palace scoring, but I think Southampton are the better team. So in, that case, in that case, yeah, I've, I've also gone 2 1 Southampton. <laughs> if, I'm going to say a 1 1. I think Danny Ings, you know, he might need a game to warm up, so I'm going to say 1 0. Okay. So yeah. the, the, I nearly said 1 0 for this game, to be fair. So. Okay, I'll go 2 1 Southampton. West Ham versus Newcastle, I've gone 0 0. It has to be 0 0. has to be. You've gone 0 0 as well? Oh, yeah. 100% oh, this bro. is 0-0. I my have bro. went 1-0 to Newcastle, especially with new boy Callum Wilson. Okay, okay, interesting. So a very lacklustre game we're all going for Wilson and Newcastle. Uh, Liverpool versus Leeds. Stephen, you don't figure too poorly about Liverpool. Are they going to screw up in their first game against Leeds? Mm. <sighs> Do I annoy Anthony even more? That's the question. I will fly down to <laughs> slap you. No, I think Liverpool are going to win. I don't think it's going to be a demolishing, though. I think it's 2-0 to Liverpool. I don't think it's going to be a massive score, but I do think they're going to okay. win. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Um, yeah, I think Liverpool win. 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1. I've gone for 3-0 to Liverpool. Um, I think these are the kinds of games where Liverpool, they'll score a couple in quite quick succession. So it might be there's only one goal in the first half and then by the time he gets 65th minute, there's a couple mm-hmm. more goals. So yeah, 3-0. Uh, similar to the game against Norwich last year, to me. Okay. okay. 
West Brom versus Leicester. Could this be a surprising result first game of the season? Stephen? No, I don't think so. I, think, <laughs> I, don't, think, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be massive. I think West Brom, their defence is all right. I admit their defence is not obviously amazing, but I think their defence is the best part of their team. So I'm going to say 1-0 to Leicester. Okay, yeah, that's fair, fair. Uh, yeah, no, I've I've gone Leicester to win as well. Um, I was only you know getting a bit of a tease going about saying about West Brom, uh, but I'm going to say two one to Leicester, two one to Leicester. Antonio, um, I went for two 0 to Leicester. I think this is a game they really should be winning, especially if they want to start off the season well, which obviously yeah. any club does. So yeah, two 0 Okay, um, another quite could be quite a good game. Could might not be Spurs versus yeah. Everton, Anthony. This- my heart kind of wants Everton to win this one, I'll admit, just because I want to see Ancelotti and what he can do with this team. Liverpool but fans my head... everybody. Yes. Hey, Liverpool and Everton fans don't hate each other as much as other clubs. Most of them are in the same family. Um, <laughs> I still mean, think this is going to be a classic Mourinho 1-0 Spurs. Okay. Oh God, it's going to be a penalty by Harry Kane, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a 2-1. I think I think Everton are definitely going to win this game, but I don't. I think it's going to be relatively close. So I'm going to say two one. Definitely, it's interesting because I have a go for Spurs to win. Dun dun dun. Go for two all. Oh, you just made a I can see that happening though. To be honest, I could. Two all. So could I. I can see this game being a, a two all as well. Spurs I've gone for two all. Uh, maybe another interesting game to result uh, to to try and get the result for. Sheffield United versus Wolves. I have gone 1-0 to Wolves. Right, okay. 1-0 to Wolves I've gone. Um, yeah, don't know why. I just had that feeling. I don't think Sheffield are going to have as great as a season this year. And mm-hmm. they didn't really start bad. Uh, they, their end of the season wasn't great. So, I could go 1-0 Wolves. Probably a girl from Jimenez. But Jimenez yeah, I think we... Was it... Lockdown, these two teams play against each other, and we all were kind of predicting close games, Wolves to maybe win or like draw, yeah. and then Wolves won by a good few, like I think it was like 3 1 or 3 0 or something. Or, yeah. Um, so, I, due to this, I went Wolves to win 3 1. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to go with something a bit odd. I'm going to say 2 all. I think both of them like to play five at the back. They both like to play with dynamic wing backs. So, yeah. I think I think it would be relatively close on your screw it, 2 all. Why not? Okay. Um, and our final game of this week, because neither of the Manchester teams are playing, along with Burnley and one other team who I can't remember. Yeah, um, who's it's been driving me mental. Who is the fourth team? I don't know. Southampton, not Southampton are playing. Yeah, it's not Southampton. Uh, hang on. <laughs> so, right. Go, go oh, continue with your prediction. Um, yeah, no. So, it filler. is... It is filler. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> Always there to help you out. Uh, Brighton versus Chelsea is the last game. Stephen? I'm going to say 1-0 to Chelsea. I think the new signings, I think they might need a couple of games to settle in. So, And Brighton, obviously, pretty decent defence. So 1-0, I think. We've gone with very different results here, Stephen. I've went for 4-1 to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea will do... What they've done every other time we've discuss, discussed, so maybe Chelsea. The team's not going to work. It's too early. No, the new signings. No. They went. Oh, we'll win four-one. Let, let, <laughs> let me finish. I'm I joking. think Chelsea are going to start the season very strong. Okay. I think when we get to Christmas and the fixture congestion, ah. that is when Chelsea drop. Ah. I because Cavertz and Ferner aren't quite used, and Syed aren't quite used to the same level of fixture congestion. Yeah. So that's when I think Chelsea drop. I think they start the season very strongly. Four-one. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, just put it out there. I think Chelsea are going to win. I, but um, to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if Brighton could even pick up a point. But I'm a Chelsea fan, so I've got to go for Chelsea. When I'm going to go two 0 to Chelsea. I was tempted to go for the nil nil, but I think it's going to. I'd, I'd be if if we start the season with a clean sheet, I'd be very happy. If you have Chelsea realistically trying to compete with Man City and Liverpool points wise, not just place wise, you have to have them winning of pretty course. much nearly every game this season, which is what both those teams do quite often. They so Chelsea can't afford if to drop point, careless points to a team like Brighton, who they should be no, comfortably, regardless of it being away. Absolutely um, not. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 2-0 Chelsea. I'll stay optimistic for now. Um, but on that note, this is the end of an episode. I've, I've enjoyed this episode. You know, it's been quite, you know, quite nice seeing you. But you have. I think me, me and Anthony may yeah. have. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I used about ten years off it, this podcast. It's been it, one it's of the better nice. ones. It's nice to finally have it over. Not all quite because we all have yeah. similar like opinions and views mm. in football. So it's quite nice when we now and again get a debate going. We really do need to find a good episode for us to have a the next Liverpool City game or whatever Liverpool Chelsea game or Chelsea Man City or something like that. One of those games will be an excellent time for us to get into a Guardiola fees. Also, it depends how everybody and it's a long season. It depends how everybody's doing the season and how our views might change. But mm. we will drop that. Come to that when it comes at the end of the day that is the end of this week's off the woodwork podcast i'm matt perry thank you for listening mum and thanks for coming Stephen. thanks for coming we shall see what happens next week and we will discuss the first round of fixtures and maybe a few more things that go on in the world of football. hopefully there'll be some more transfer stories for us to discuss We'll be able to look at a couple of the games in a bit more detail like we've done in the past, whether that be the Chelsea game or the Liverpool game or keep it an Arsenal game. Who knows what games? Um, but yeah, that will be like what we'll do next week. But until then, see you later. Ciao. Bye.